Welcome to Turning Point, where we help teachers transition out of teaching and into tech. My name is Adam Christie, and today's episode is part two of a prior episode that we did titled, Why You Won't Leave Teaching. If you missed part one, go back and listen to it. Otherwise, we're going to continue with our list, and we are starting with breaking your contract. So another reason that people won't leave teaching is they say, I don't want to break my contract because I fear the repercussions. We talked about this in the last episode, but that's a risk you're going to have to be willing to take. But if you're not teaching again, it doesn't matter. And if you decide to go back in a year or the summer with the hiring cycle, when it starts again, it won't matter. My teaching license is nothing to me anymore because I'm not teaching. And I could go back eventually. But if I would have had to leave mid-year, by the time I did go back teaching, it obviously would have been um, reinstated. Another reason people don't want to leave, this is a popular one, my identity as a teacher. Now, I said this in the last episode, but being a teacher is what you do. It's not who you are. You love to teach. You just don't love being a teacher anymore. For all the reasons that you want to leave, that's why you don't want to be a teacher anymore. So you can find other outlets to teach and help people in your next career because no matter what you do, you can teach others. Wherever you're at, you can teach. Teach wherever you're at. And I think that once that fantasy or dream that you came upon when you decided to be a teacher, when that bubble is burst, you realize that there is life outside of teaching for you. There's a whole new world with all these new opportunities. Most people get stuck in their thinking, and this paralyzes them from looking at the opportunities outside of teaching and then acting upon them. For all these reasons that we talked about today, it may take months or years for you to actually move on them. But do you want to know when it actually happens, when you actually make that move? The moment you decide to leave teaching is not when you can imagine doing something else. It's that you can't imagine continuing to teach because of how bad the education system is and how terrible you've been treated. Now, for those of you who think you can't leave mid-year because of the guilt, the guilt is real. It's a real issue. But if you stay on the rest of the year, you'll probably get offered a contract to sign and you'll be petrified of going into the summer without something, without a job signed, without, you know, a plan of going forward. Like you get offered that contract in March or April and you're just like, oh, this is security. Now, some schools where I was at, you could get out of a signed contract in the summer. Some, however, are not so kind to those in that situation. If you sign, you're locked in or they're going to go at you. But you're going to have to overcome objections. In fact, no matter when you leave, 
you have to overcome your own objections. Now, I'm going to go on a rant here, so I apologize ahead of time. But this is something you got to hear. This is something that if it's a lie within you, if you felt this way, and I know most all of you have, I want to help you see things a little bit differently from somebody who was in your position and was able to get out. Not because I'm smarter, not because I'm braver. I just luckily had a friend who helped me get out. But here's the truth. This isn't going well. Your year isn't going well. You don't enjoy what you're doing, or you wouldn't want to leave. Have you become a glorified babysitter? You're hearing that phrase that is echoed. It's all about the kids. It's all about the kids. For you and I both know it's not all about the kids, because if it was, people would be doing things differently. If it were all about the kids, administrators would discipline kids without fearing their parents. They worry about the blowback and heat they're going to get. And it's not all about the kids. It's become about their jobs, their job security. And if it were all about the kids, parents would hold their kids accountable because they know that they are preparing them for life. But instead, they do not want to feel like the bad guy. They don't want to deal with the temper tantrums. They don't want to take away technology or privileges because they don't want that blowback from their kids. They have given in so quickly that the kids have their privileges back before they know it and the threats are idle. They're empty. So it's not about the kids. In this case, it's about the parents' convenience, the parents' feelings. So they become their friend. The phrase it's all about the kids has become a justification to why teachers aren't paid more. It's a weapon in negotiations. How dare you ask for higher wages? That will severely impact the kids. But those administrators get raises. So you as a teacher have to live, many of you, in poverty, paycheck to paycheck, shifting which bills to pay and which to hold off until your next paycheck, working extra jobs, struggling to make ends meet because it's all about the kids. So you've been gaslighted or gaslit by it's all about the kids. Now, to be honest, I didn't know what gaslighting really was until I looked it up. I guess it's an emotional response that is triggered by something somebody does that may not be true. So that it's all about the kids has become a psychological guilt when it's not true. And the only thing I'm imploring you to do is acknowledge that's not true anymore. And it hasn't been true for a while. And since it's not true, you can walk away. They'll find someone else to babysit. They'll find someone unqualified. You can't be afraid of that. They didn't value the qualified person. They'll find someone without a teaching license. Don't be afraid of that. They didn't value you with a teaching license. And life will go on. But your life, your life will take a new direction. 
you're going to finally get paid closer to what you're worth. You're going to have nights home with your family, not worrying about work. You're going to have weekends back to yourself. You don't have to take time away from your family for nightly school functions anymore. You can have money to pay your bills. Crazy thought. You can travel. You can have your life back. I want you to have your life back. The life you've deserved. You just have to make a decision that you're not going to wait because there's something always holding you back from making the jump. If they're going to hold your salary, you'll find out. If they're going to hold your salary, you'll find that you're going to make that salary back and more very quickly. If you fear losing retirement or benefits, you will make that up in tenfold. Just walk away. Just walk away. Next episode, we will talk about your LinkedIn profile and what should not be on there if you want to get your next job. What recruiters are looking at. We will look at resumes very briefly, but particularly we'll be looking at your LinkedIn profile. So stay strong, know your worth. You are at your turning point. Thank you.